drink your coffee like? Do you drink it black or do you drink it with stuff in it? Cream and sugar. Cream and sugar. Yeah, like a real it, sugar. Yeah. The, well, we have the uh, what's the 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 plant from Arizona that you get the stevia. No, it's uh, cane sugar. No, it's that, that cactus. That plant that he. Oh man, I can't think of it. Huh. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, it'll, it'll, it's sugar, it's but it's real sugar. It's 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 a sweet sweet liquid. Sure, it's not stevia. No, it's not. not it's not stevia. No. Oh. Uh, oh, it'll come to me. Yeah. Well, when you when it yeah when it pops in there yeah yeah let us know because I've I've got to to cover the coffee taste. Yeah, oh. the um, the anticipation of waiting what the sugar is. Phil, you don't know nothing because you don't, I don't drink, drink coffee. I don't at drink all. coffee at all. So yeah, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> I just drink. I drink mine black. Just just black coffee, no cream, no sugar. No, yeah, nothing. No cream, no sugar. Do you have a specific kind of coffee that you like? Uh, not that I have it a lot, but I really like genuine Kona from Hawaii. Oh, I had a, a co-worker that had been out to Hawaii a couple of times shooting b- different things for the uh, program we were on, and he brought back Kona quite often. Man, it was good. You know what else they have at Kona is Kona Ice. Kona Ice? Yeah. What does that do? It's like a truck. It's like a food truck with, with uh, the 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 flavors you can pump in and they they shave the ice oh yeah straight from straight from hawaii straight from hawaii yeah, yeah. The yes. ice came hawaiian from- ice yeah 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 they bring it over i don't think they do but yeah that's cool though yeah i generally have whatever is available in the k-cup rack mm-hmm. that's kind of my <laughs> preferred coffee i will say though like uh i don't like uh starbucks coffee that much well, well. interesting and it always tastes like really burnt. Like it tastes like. Uh, That's why some people call it charbucks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. actually that makes sense because like it's just not. I don't know. Some people call it five bucks. Oh man, yeah, it's probably more than that now <laughs> with inflation and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't just get a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know the old saying, "That and fifty cents will get you a cup of coffee. That and five dollars will get you." A cup of coffee. <laughs> that and, it's like all those sayings are like no good, you know. Yeah. yeah. Find a penny, picked it up, and you lost money because you wasted time bending over to get the penny. Like mm. it's just, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're with David Hallmark. Yep, he's over there. Yep, yep. Wow. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. The studio audience is going crazy it over is. there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, man. So, David, thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Yeah, he he joined. He's joining us up here. It's freezing. Where it is up the third floor of the B building for whatever reason? Again, like I still, I was always taught in science, like hot air rises. Why isn't it warmer up here, or is it just that much colder downstairs? Good point. Yeah, I don't know. It's just mysteries to be solved here yeah. on the Worship Distributed Podcast. Yeah, exactly. Did somebody call Kenny this morning and say, we're doing a podcast, get the air on? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, we put it on service you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, can you get the air on, Kenny? And B313. Yeah. Yeah, uh, B313. Yeah. Wow, 313. I've never, I've never noticed that that was a number before. <laughs> you think this, I just looked over and, just just looked over and saw yeah. it. Yeah. We were actually looking through the costume closet to try to find coats. Yeah, there wasn't anything really good. You no. didn't like any of my ideas that I had. So. No, I did not. You had some kind of weird poncho, some 
I mean, it was a blanket. You're cold. I mean, that's, no, I'm not know. wearing. It had hearts and rainbows on it and stuff like that. <laughs> and I don't want people watching the podcast to be confused as to what's going on. I mean, they wouldn't see you. No, there's nobody seeing it. David, David Hallmark, mm-hmm. man, video, video man. So you've worked, uh, you've done video production, shooting, all that kind of stuff for like a lot of different, like, yes. like organizations. Beginning in 1986. Ooh, 86. Yeah. That was yeah. a good year. It was a good year. Phil, yeah. you weren't even. <laughs> a, a glimmer in your father's eye. Yeah. I was, I was just, uh, I was just rocking the first grade in 86. So, okay. Mm. Who'd you start with? What were you? Well, I, I, I uh, applied to the PTL's Heritage School of Evangelism, Jim and Tammy Baker. Yeah. In Fort Mill, South Carolina. And I, I uh, went there for TV production. This is the, the quick story. Yeah, that's and, fine. Uh, Take your time, man. Yeah. And uh, went there for a year. And after a year of uh, run, mostly running camera, but also doing some producer duties, being a producer's assistant. Okay. And... Uh, getting to direct a, a upper room testimony, but I had a uh, cameraman put on one of the first Steadicams. PTL at that time owned uh, serial number 40 Steadicam. Wow. Of, of the first Steadicams. That's yeah. cool. I got to put it on once, and it was uh, uh, this spring-loaded arm that wanted to that wanted to bend, bend you over, and you had to resist Oh wow! So you had to like use your body weight to yeah. like to like counterbalance it. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. So it, you walked, <laughs> you could walk around with the steady cam, then to do the shots, right? And, and the uh, uh, little monitor for the steady cam was green. It wasn't like a, a viewfinder we have today. It was, it was green. What what did you do? How did that work? Like the monitor was green. Like well, it it every. The outline of people was oh, a so green you, outline. You could see like the outlines of yeah. the people and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow, hmm, that's, that's kind of cool. crazy. Yeah, did that? Did that steady cam like record to the cam, or did it feed back to like the main? It re- it it came out of umbilical cord to a one inch, uh, one inch machine. Wow, one inch videotape. Oh wow, which was before beta cam. Dang, that's pretty cool. That is exciting. Yeah. I didn't know. T- I didn't know that Baker's had like a like a production school. Oh yeah, how about that? Mm-hmm. Now South Carolina is where it all went down, though, right? Like yeah. where the yeah, J- just south of Charlotte. Yeah, right across state line. Wow, Fort Mill. Yeah. So you worked you worked there for a while. Well, I I, I attended the the one year school okay. and graduated from there with a you know I was I knew how to do TV productions about. All the way, and then uh, when I graduated, graduated from there, I got a uh, job in uh, uh, cr- in putting up lights at Christmas City. Christmas City was all over the grounds where you'd come drive through and see all Christmas lights. And of course, they had to be put up every September, October, right, and taken down every January. And I was I was part of that crew. Oh, that but, sounds. But my first uh, real paying TV job was in Baton Rouge. Oh yeah, with the one and only. Yeah. Some some uh unknown 
uh, <laughs> televangelist that no one would. N- no one has ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Jimmy Swagger, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So now was that like at his church? Like were you in the church services or did you just do like all kinds of stuff, like studio stuff? And- all, all kinds, of, including the church services. Right. Yeah. Now, are you what? What was your role there? Did you operate the cameras? Did you produce or all of the above? Those two things. I was a producer slash cameraman. Full time gig. Yeah, that's awesome. I traveled the world with JS Ministries. JS Ministries. And went to Zimbabwe. We went all over the uh, Central America. That's exciting. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did he always like take a piano with him or whatever? And like, did he play? Did he play piano like all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a fa- he's fascinating to me. Like he still plays. You know, I see him sometime. Mm-hmm. You know, like recordings or he, he's still doing stuff, isn't he? Yeah, and uh, he's just kind of like sitting there playing with one hand and yeah. singing all solemnly. And yeah, did you know that he is cousins with Mickey Gilly and Jerry Lewis? You know, I, I knew the I knew the Jerry Lee Lewis thing, but I didn't know Mickey Gilly. Mickey Gilly also, yeah. Hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. All right, so you did. So you worked with a couple of like really great <laughs> <laughs> evangelism teams that yeah. ended well. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well, wow, that's that's crazy. So uh, then after that, where did you where did you land? Well, when uh, there in Baton Rouge, the summer of ninety, Andrew was born. Our first, right? And uh, the the uh, employment opportunities at the ministry were imploding, and people were being fired for speaking their minds and asking questions. And we decided that once Andrew was born, we needed to get out of here. Yeah, huh. yeah. So y'all went. Didn't you end up in like D.C. or outside of Washington D.C. or something at that point? Yes. Uh, well, in uh, I uh, worked for various uh, uh, TV, t- television stations and production companies in Charlotte, and then a coworker of mine saw an ad in a trade magazine for a. They needed an editor at at CBN in Virginia Beach. Okay. The you know Pat Robertson Seven Hundred Club. Right. So I applied to that, and the the person that I applied to, I had worked with in Baton Rouge, so that. That helped me get the job. That's awesome. So I got the job and uh, met a a cameraman in Virginia Beach who all of a sudden didn't want to be traveling a lot anymore. So he applied for a a camera position at at, uh, CBN's D.C. News Bureau. Okay. And he got accepted went up there, and I thought, hey, that's cool. Because I was uh, an editor in Virginia Beach, but... It was I. I was like the thirteenth of thirteen cameramen, in in uh, far as uh, seniority, and I would, it would be like a probably a decade before I would move from linear editing to non-linear editing when an avid came out, and uh, okay, hold on, what's okay? What's the difference between the two? Uh, non-linear editing is. When you ha- when everything is digitized and you can move everything oh, around, it's like drag and drop kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, drag and drop. And it, it's like going from videotape to 
don't need videotape anymore. Oh, wow. Because you would have to, oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, you'd have to play this section of a tape mm-hmm. and put it there in the timeline. Then you'd have to, like, grab the other section and put it in the timeline yeah. on a different tape, building, mm-hmm. building like, your edit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That sounds, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, now, like, compared to what, what they could do now, that sounds like, like the, a nightmare. The Stone Age. Yeah, that's crazy. But you know, that technology. So you've seen like that technology change. Yeah. Like so fast. Yeah, I really have. Because now you're just popping, you know, Premiere or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're just dragging yeah. dragging files here or there. You know, you get a little video clip and search the internet for a, a JPEG and drop it there. And mm-hmm. wow. All right. So you're in DC. So you end up getting to DC, though, right? Yeah. You end up going over there. Yeah. And you work for the CBN. All right. So then. Now you told me though, like you did some, um, like you did some stuff, like where you saw some, like where you did like basketball games and stuff. Yes, uh, be- before uh, Virginia Beach in D.C., I worked in uh, Charlotte at at the Fox affiliate, and the owner of the Fox affiliate was a minority owner, uh, not uh, not yeah. racially, but R- right. fi- financially, financially a, a yeah. minority owner of the Charlotte Hornets. So our station got to do a a live update before and after every Charlotte Hornets home game. And so you filmed that. Yeah. Right. Didn't you you told me one time you interacted with a basketball player and it was something funny, like I can't remember like what happened. Oh uh, um Patrick Ewing. The the Hornets were playing the New York Knicks and I was sitting in the end zone with the camera, you know, on my shoulder getting some some cutaways and for some reason, the ball came out of bounds, went right over my head, and here comes Patrick Ewing trying to get to it. And I thought he was going to squash me, but he yeah. he got around me. He He's a large man. He was very large. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> That's fun. Oh man. All right. So then uh, somehow you ended up um, somehow you ended up in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. How'd that happen? Well, in uh, in two thousand one. Uh, Gail's parents were getting on in age and needed some assistance, and she really wanted to be near them. And so we decided. And I had had a uh, a a bureau chief of the bureau say to me one time, "You want to spend no more than three years in D.C. If you stay in D.C. longer, it'll it'll ruin you." Oh wow! Not that I. Not. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like what happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to like all the people that we uh, vote for. Mm. So, so after, not because of that, but it just kind of worked out that uh, the timing was right, and yeah. we said, "Let's let's see what there is in Florida." Yeah. And I came across a, a uh, editor's position at the Villages News Network, the VNN, VNN. Which yeah. did you ever do, did you ever do voice work? Because you have like that. Yeah. Yeah, you have that. You have that that voice, like yeah, Villages News Network. Like, uh, what, what's his name on the who? Who did the voice of uh, Darth Vader? Oh, James Earl Jones. Yeah, James. Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do that. Do that. Like Luke, I'm your father. Thing. See, what's, what's that sound like? Luke, I'm your father. Dang. See. Yeah. Like he has that. Yeah. He has that. Like that. Tam- that. Luke, I'm your father. You're yeah. one. You're watching CNN. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I don't watch. No, no, no. I don't watch that. <laughs> no, I think hardly anybody is watching that anymore now. Nah. Yeah, it's, it's because, yeah, that's, yeah, they're falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, old Ted Turner. Is he still, he doesn't own that anymore, does he? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, because I remember when I was kind of like, kid, you know, teenager, young adult, like it was like you heard about Ted Turner a lot. Yeah. With TBS. Phil's very confused right now. But anyways, <laughs> but now like, you know, TBS, TNN, and I guess he started CNN. But then, yeah, yeah I don't know. Anyways. So you ended up at the Villages News Network. Yeah. And then you did that for a while, right? Started mm-hmm. your own landscaping company. Yeah. Cutting grass. Cutting grass in the villages. Yeah. Plenty of homes. Plenty of homes there. Sure that are. need their grass cut. Sure are. And then you met, I think through that, like you met, um, uh, what's his name? Um, you know, uh, from Alabama. Mm, uh, Gene Swords. Yeah, Gene. Yeah, that's, yeah, he's the one that got me interested in because I was... Uh, videotaping a home one morning in a cul-de-sac for the the real estate show we did. And he pulled up to mow the lawn of that house. And being the gregarious guy he is, he got out and started talking to me. And just and uh, eventually I said, hey, what can a person make cutting grass in the villages? And wow. Yeah. What he told me made me start thinking about it. Yeah, right, because you can, yeah, I mean, service industry out here, like if you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But see, so Gene uh, goes to basically he goes to our church. So Gene, Gene and Gail, yeah, go to our church. Go to the Villages campus now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Okay, and then uh, obviously, then at some point you started working here. Yeah, at, at and twenty first, first twenty Leesburg twenty thirteen twenty thirteen mm-hmm. eight nine years ago now coming up. Yeah, wow. That's fun fact. That's when I started volunteering here. Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Huh. Yep. August 2013. Yep. Go. Dave, Dave came on as our video director. So you've got um so you've got three children. Yes. Right? Yes. And then how many grandchildren? Four so far. Wow. Three girls and a boy. That's awesome. Mhm. And then Gail's your wife. She is. Yep. Still after th- Well, next month will be 38 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Nice job, Phil. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Dave, uh, Dave in the office, like, will come in and he'll go. Um, All right, guys, I got trivia for you. So do you have? Did you bring any? Did you bring any trivia today? Do you have like, like, one? You know, anything stored up? Or oh, you should have told me you're going to ask. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think stuff. about it. Yeah, but he, yeah, he always comes in and you know. Yeah. Here's one for you, Phil. Okay. We've got one. <laughs> Dave will know this one, but. Uh, which which president, which president was so heavy that he got stuck in the bathtub? <laughs> At least rumor has it. I, I don't yeah. know if you know. Do you know who it is? No, I don't. Dave Taft. Taft. William Howard Taft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One time I went into the Seven Eleven, uh, and the guy was like, uh, "I was the only one that that was in there. I was coming in to get. I think I was just gonna grab something quick, you know, like their pizza. The pizza at the Seven Eleven is really good. Like the pizza at the Seven Eleven. You tried it? Oh yeah, yeah. They make them for you, like on the spot, like just like and it's five bucks. It's like a large pizza. It's five dollars. Huh. And the pepperoni one just throws me back to like uh, our school cafeteria didn't always have great food, mm-hmm. but um, but the pizza was always just had that like delicious like. You know, like grease, sausagey, pepperoni flavor yeah. to it. 
Yeah. yeah. And so little pool of grease. Yeah, into, just into like pepperoni. in the pepperoni. Yes, yeah. game changer. It's a game yeah. changer. It's what takes it to a new level. <laughs> and so like when I went in, I was like by myself, and the guy was like, the clerk was like, "Hey man, like if you can, if you can guess." this trivia question, right? Like, I'll give you a free soda. And he asked me that question. And he was like, oh. I was like, yeah, I knew it. Yeah. So then he was like, um, well, what, which number president was he? And I was like, hold on a second. Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison. Well, well I can jump Jackson, up to Lincoln because I know Lincoln, Lincoln was, was 16. Lincoln was 16, yeah. So Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinley, right? So that would be 20. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That would be... Lincoln was 16. Yeah, so that would be 25. McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft. Yeah. So it would be 27. He was like yeah. the 27th or something like that. But anyways, so yeah, I got a free soda. Nice. So that's why I feel the, the moral of the story is that you need to know trivia things yeah. in your so presence. For, mm-hmm. for uh, Phil, I would say, Phil, name the five Great Lakes. Oh, man. Yeah, I, you did this. I can't even do that. Yeah, no. Got and, it. Hold on, let me try though. Okay. Okay. Um, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, Erie. Yeah. Um, um, oh man. Oh, my brain just went. <laughs> Michigan, Erie, um, Ontario. Yes. Um, What's the big one over the Upper Peninsula? Yeah, that's yeah. Where the Edmund Fitzgerald sank. Oh. Gordon Lightfoot. Wait, what does it start with? What letter does S. it? S. S. Superior? Yeah. And then um, one. there's one more. On the on the east side of the mitten. Uh-huh. Huron. Oh, Huron. I was going to say Huron, but for some reason, I thought it was like a <laughs> pest control company here in the villages, and I was just, you know. Yeah. Dang. Mm. Dang. Okay, so um, so last year... Like, what month was it? It was August. It was August. Okay, so, like, it was the craziest day. What yeah. basically changed your life, like, yeah. dramatically. But you got to go back to July. That's right. We do have to go back to July. Because uh, on July 20th, Gail came home from work, and I met her at the door, and she said, oh, I feel very good. She came inside, and she slept, and... The next day, all she wanted to do was sleep, and she stayed home from work the rest of the week. And on Saturday, our son texted her and said, you need to get tested. She went and got tested. Sure enough, she was positive. That was the 24th of July. And that day is when I started feeling, right. I feel lousy too. So uh, we just assumed I had it because we felt the same, but my temperature didn't go as high as hers. But uh, we got online and got the uh, online uh, prescription sent to us. Yeah, started taking it. Can can I can I say the horse dewormer? Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. They might. You I, know, I don't know if they'll like take me off of the air yeah. for that. Yeah, but ivermectin. Yeah, yeah. So we were taking ivermectin and vitamin D and zinc, right, for like ten days, and by the end of the ten days, we were over it and we were better and. Well, during that time, we had the our kids bringing us meals and setting them in the garage and then standing <laughs> out in the front yard. Thank you, thank you. See you. Yeah, it's like on Nacho Libre where he slid the toast under the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, oh, it's coming back to Nacho Libre. It always does, though. The world, it just, it's like, yeah. All right, so 
So you had it for like 10 days, yeah. you know, kind of recovering. I remember that. You were out, you know, not feeling well, tired, and all that kind of stuff. Did you lose taste and smell and all that stuff? Yes. Do you, get, do you have that back? Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Not completely, but mostly. Wow. Okay, so that's July. So that takes you into the 1st of August. Yeah. All right. And then. And we're back to normal. Come back to work. Everything's normal. Until. Until the, the morning day. Of, of August 30th. I'm sitting upstairs and taking It's Monday morning. I'm uh, working on the uh, previous day's right. sermons and, you know, getting the uh, the DVDs ready to burn. Right. And suddenly my my right hand just started floating like, what is going on here? This is weird. And uh, so I I called Gail and told her what was happening. I called you right, right at 630, told you what was happening. Right. And you zipped right over here and opened up. Yes. Doors so that the uh right so that the paramedics and everybody could get in now here's yeah. what the firefighters and stuff so here's so here's what's crazy so dave ultimately ended up having a stroke yeah um and a pretty a pretty good one like i mean it it got you pretty hard um i think it could have been a lot worse you yeah, know we've, yeah, we've obviously we've seen folks that you know yeah. but um yeah so what was what was crazy about that day was is that my morning routine is you know i get up with the kids i get up about six um and then i slowly get the kids moving at about six ten six fifteen start to wake them up jennifer is just getting ready for the day so i try to do all the morning stuff so she can just walk out of the room walk to the car get going so i keep my phone on do not disturb every day till six thirty. Mm-hmm. not for that reason it's just you know so that way it's just for me to like not check stuff like i don't know just try to like you know, mm. I don't, you know, just, so I had walked, you know, into my living room that morning. I took the phone and just dropped it on the couch, just like over the edge of the couch. And I do all the kid stuff. So they leave about 640. Well, I had kind of started doing the kids stuff in the kitchen and, you know, made the people their, you know, their um, breakfast and got bags and all that kind of stuff. And I'm walking back by the couch and the phone's ringing. It's 631. So it wouldn't have rung if it was six, you know, 29. If it was six thirty, the phone's ringing at six thirty one, and I see it's David's name, and I'm like, "Wait a sec, what does he want?" Well, it wasn't even that. Like <laughs> you know, like you know, maybe at eight thirty, I would have been like, "What does he want?" But like at six thirty in the morning, he calling me. I'm like, "Oh, there's something wrong." Hey, I got a dead battery. Can you come give me a jump? Yeah, maybe that, maybe <laughs> that. But I went like I answered, and I was like, "Hey man, you okay?" Like I was literally, I think my first he was like, "You okay?" And he's like, "No," and I'm like okay where are you at and and you were having a hard time communicating like really clearly at that point yeah, yeah that was nuts it was like okay okay it's like where are you at and he was like i'm like then i had to play 20 questions <laughs> i was like i was like okay are you in your car no are you at the church yes in your office yes i'm like okay i got you Stay on the phone with me. So I grabbed Jennifer's phone so i got one phone here i got the other one i'm like okay hey i need you to meet me at you know so i do the paramedics thing Toss the phone back to Jennifer. I'm like, you got to take it from here. So this was crazy. So like, I hop in the truck, and and he had already called Gail. You got yeah. a hold of Gail. She's on her way, and she was on her way too. Um, and I, I think at that point she didn't know. I think you had already called her, and then you called me. Mm. And so she was just kind of already coming. But I think by the time he called me, it had started to progress. You know where it was getting, you know, mm-hmm. pretty rough. But, um, so I zip over to the church, and about that time, it was really just a blessing. So like, um, I pull into. Uh, 13th street and i hear the 
fire truck coming, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, I know they're, you know, obviously, I, I, so I'm, I'm, like, waving at them to follow me into the back lot. So we get in the back lot. We get in the door. Um, and and so for everybody listening, uh, the office there where Dave was is behind the sanctuary and up the stairs, like a, a wind winding part of stairs and kind of in a corner. So what's crazy about this whole thing is, is that the firefighters like, man, thanks for flagging us down because like they were headed over to the Christian care center. Cause for the, I guess they just usually go there. Yeah. And so that's where they thought they needed to go. It was nuts because, and I'm so thankful that this worked out the way it did was, was because, um, um, that door, you know, to get in that back door's locked uh-huh. and then trying to find that office would just be, bonkers yeah it'd yeah. be bonkers it'd be like yeah. kind of unrealistic yeah so yeah man so they they got us we got in there then gail got there we got upstairs and you know we got you like shifted over and got you downstairs and you know you got a free helicopter well not free but you know it wasn't free <laughs> wasn't free got a helicopter ride couldn't even see out the window ah dang yeah man and they took you to ocala first right yeah ocala then, for five days yeah, and then from Ocala, they moved you to Orlando Health. Right. Yeah. That, that was Monday morning that we I, uh, flew to Ocala. Friday afternoon, they transferred me down to Orlando Health. Wow. Down by the 408. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy. So on the same storyline, I, uh, I, you know, Monday morning, I'm getting ready to go for the, getting ready to go for the day, and I get a phone call from Jesse Silver, and he's like, Hey, so you know it's it's uh it was a text message. He's like he said, I, uh, he's like it's sad to hear about Dave. What what happened to Dave? And I'm sitting there going, I just saw Dave yesterday. He was fine. I'm like what happened to Dave? Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. It's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, it was just one of those things where it all happened so just, fast yeah. in the morning yeah. and trying to communicate to everybody what was going on. It's, you know, yeah, no, it would have been impossible to do. So you're in there. Um, so you, you say you had a stroke. Um, you know, it's obviously affected mostly. Is it your right side? Right. So it's your right side. So affect you know affected some speech. Um, and currently your right arm is still, right. Yeah, just heart still. Uh, you, uh, it, you, look, I could you, you know, could, could do some yeah. right, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, your your walking is much better. Like your oh yeah yeah because that yeah, was I'm, like you couldn't for a while you couldn't. Yeah. Oh, you should you should see me the first time they got me up to walk around the. The hospital, they they have this big U shaped, kind of like a horseshoe shaped thing to to lean my arms on with casters, and oh man, it was terrible. Ugh, yeah, was terrible. Man. I'm sorry I had to deal with that. That's a, yeah, jeez, man, it was crazy. So, um, so, uh, so now w- when I got to the hospital in Ocala. Right. They uh, did some sort of thing with acronyms that I can't remember that's supposed to uh, lessen the severity of a stroke. Right. So they did that, but, but so I, get, I assume it helped. But the funny thing is, because of COVID, they didn't have an ICU room available oh. on Monday morning. And they put me on a gurney, put me up against the wall in, in uh, the emergency room. Yeah. And I just laid there walking up. Uh, Watching people watching walk people by walk by all, all day, day long. Oh my gosh! And uh, uh, trying to find my big giant guy nurse to tell him I needed to call my wife because I gave her my phone when I was getting in the the helicopter because I 
I thought I didn't know what to think was going to happen. I'd just, here, take my phone so I don't lose it. Right. Not knowing I would need it. But I uh, uh, laid there until 9.30 that night when the nurse, the big guy nurse came up to me and said, uh, you've been voted off the island. You're going up to ICU. And that was like. Was it, was it a relief? Oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> if, any, if anything could be wonderful that day. Yeah. Going from. The hallway uh, the to hall- ICU. Yeah. Good night. It was. Yeah. So like great. that's, I don't, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy because you know Cal, I guess is the is the stroke kind of the stroke center. Yeah, one of the leading I guess stroke centers in the region. Mm. You know, which is why they usually take people there because I think they have the tools to check to see if you have like if you're having like a aneurysm, brain bleed, or if you're having because mm. if there's blood there, they don't do they don't administer the that medicine that helps to lessen the severity. I think mm. obviously mm. don't you know take this as medical advice or anything like that. But like if it's you know, then a stroke where that's not part of it, then the mm-hmm. medicine helps because they don't want to administer that because I think it exacerbates the issue if there is like a like a brain bleed there. Yeah, because like Jim right now, Buck, like he's he's ha- he's has a brain bleed. Okay, and he ended up um, uh, he's in Orlando now. Um, well, no, Ocala. He's in Ocala, I think. Yeah, Ocala. Excuse me. Um, so it's just a different like a different scenario. So how long were you in the hospital in um, Orlando? Until the 28th of September. So man, August 30th. To yeah. So it was September, like, like solid, four weeks. A solid month. Yeah. yeah. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. I got to come up and see you once mm-hmm. and we, we spent some time there laughing and yeah. talking about podcasts we're listening to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> talking about those things it's just whatever whatever's going on probably griping about the government you know yeah. have COVID. you ever speaking of podcasts yep. have you ever seen louder with crowder uh, i know yeah yeah i yeah. heard of it yeah all the the cameras they've got set up in there to, to oh it's, it's it's comical yeah he's a trip that yeah. guy he's a mess man yeah he sets up he'll go to like uh campuses mm-hmm. and he'll put like this uh prove me wrong thing yeah. i i'm pro gun change my mind yeah, yeah, or any, yeah. I'm pro life. Changed my mind, or mm-hmm. you know, abortion is you know, murder. Changed my mind. Like he'll yeah. he'll do stuff like that, and then people come up and yeah, like try to debate with him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Usually, yeah. people lose their cool. Like they can't, mm-hmm. they get so mad, like they can't have like a rational conversation. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, at this point, you know, you've done a lot of physical therapy, made yeah. made a lot of progress. Yeah, got some use back in your right arm, right hand. Mm-hmm. Um, walking much better. Oh yeah. I'd- I just gave up the uh, the cane. Well, nice. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. I don't, I don't need the cane anymore. Yeah, I mean, and to your credit, you climbed three. You know, to the third story of the B mm-hmm. building today. Yeah. So that's that's good. So the reason though we started with COVID back in August in the story is because after they were trying to diagnose, okay, like what led this on? Mm-hmm. What What did your doctor say about that? I went to a cardiologist in October, just after getting out of the hospital. Uh, a cardiologist in Orlando who, without me or Gail asking, he volunteered the fact COVID did this to you. Oh, wow. Which uh, basically he said COVID causes uh, blood clots in the thighs to form in your thighs. That goes to your your mm-hmm. lungs, and then it gets grabbed and carried up to your brain. Yeah, and so, then that's what causes the yeah. causes the stroke, causes yeah. the brain to 
whatever it does, a hemorrhage or whatever it does yeah. in a stroke. Man, that's nuts. <laughs> Golly. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things, though, Dave. It's like, uh, for me, you know, one of the things, you know, that, um, you know, I've, I've taught this song. I was teaching a song to the church over the past, you know, month. Um, still just as good. We talked mm-hmm. about it, you know, on the podcast before. And, you know, one of the lines in the song is like, uh, um, and uh, in the bridge, it says, I will build an altar, stack it stone by stone, because every Ebenezer says I've never been alone, you know, and we talked about, so I, before I introduced the song, you know, the word Ebenezer is like a strange, a strange word, you know, we only think of the, the guy on the Scrooge, you know, yeah, you know, like a Muppet, like a mean looking Muppet guy, mm-hmm. um, and, um, uh, and actually, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, there had to be a reason why Dickens chose to name him Ebenezer. Like, I, mm-hmm. I would, I, I want to look that up. Like, see, like, why? But, but anyways, the concept of Ebenezer is like you look back and you see something that that only God could do, you know. And it's it's a moment where you go back, and it was a time where you, you know, worshipped the Lord for what He did, mm-hmm. you know. And it's a moment where, uh, you know, and I and I have those moments in my life, and and in this moment with you. You know, being a part of that, which I would never, I wish it would have never happened, uh, and I know you do too. Um, but I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> right, there's advantages. Yeah, right? that's yeah. you know, I guess well, there's a, a silver lining to everything. Silver, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, silver, <sorry>, yeah. <laughs> but but you know, like I I look I look back at it, and um, you know, I think that this is one of those moments that I hold on to uh, to know that there is a God and that, that even when life is kind of chaotic, he's still mm. functioning, <laughs> right? He's still moving. He's still engaged. Yeah. And that's the dichotomy I think we wrestle with in life is that um, like really cruddy things happen mm-hmm. to everybody. And some people get a little bit and then some people get a lot. And some people, it happens a couple times and then some people, cruddy things happen just all the time. And, and some people don't have a lot, but then all of a sudden, you know, like there's, you know, this big boom, this big moment. And it's just like, like altering and life changing. And as a believer, it's like, man, you know, you go through those questions like, well, no, why? And, 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 and I'm sure you've probably wrestled with those things, you know, like at some level, like, okay, like why, you know, God, you know, this is not fair. Like, which I think is completely legitimate and fair. Uh, And I'm always stopped by the, the stories of, the, the widows and kids who lost a father and a husband to to uh to covid to covid and to to and and you can even look back and see all these things you know people yeah. that that have just been on the interstate one day they were driving you know one day you know their family's at home and 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 the mom goes out for a drive and then you know they get the call like oh there's a bad wreck and you know mm-hmm. she's no longer you know it's yeah. it's like we could look at those things and 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 you know, and it does help us, you know, we look at God and we're just like, wow, God, you were gracious there, you know, like, uh, but at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. we grieve for them and we, we hurt for them. But, you know, I look back like at this moment and I think like, man, like if, if it hadn't been 631 when you called, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I had just left my phone in the bedroom and not checked it, and I'm not saying this is about me. I, it has nothing to do with me. It could have been any other person. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about the timeline mm-hmm. of what God did, the way this orchestrated, you know, 
the fact that uh, uh, pulling up at the same time the fire truck is there and was able to redirect them back there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and who else would have known to like, you know, like who else could you have called? You could have called other people, right? But, yeah. but knowing to go in the back door, knowing to go up to the office area, knowing to get people there, and just the way God orchestrated mm-hmm. like all those timeline things, like to me, you can't statistically put a number of coincidence no. like on that. You know what I mean? I mean, you could, yeah, but it yeah, would just be so yeah. outrageous. Like to me, it would just be ignorant not to just believe that there's a God who mm-hmm. is engaged. Yeah. So when life gets chaotic, He still allows us to to you know know His presence and that He's going to guide and orchestrate things. Yeah. You know, in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus told His disciples, "You're going to have trouble in this life." Yeah. Yeah, and and how, well, how does he finish though? He says, "In this world you have trouble, but take heart. What I've overcome the world." Mm-hmm. So it it doesn't mean you're exactly right. Like it doesn't mean that we're going to be immune from problems. It doesn't mean we're going to be immune from heartache, immune from grief, immune from loss, immune from pain, from health issues, from even grief in the ministry, pain in the ministry of serving, and all those kind of things, and and things mm-hmm. that hurt and all that kind of stuff. We're not immune from it. But yet Jesus says, hey, take heart, I've o- overcome the world. So, like, even if you don't see the victory mm-hmm. at this level, at the level you can see, he's like, I've still overcome that mm-hmm. because this world's not where it all stops. Mm-hmm. You know, we, it doesn't end here. Right. For the believer, we, we have life everlasting and eternal, you know. And And your story is one of those ones where it's like, you know, what, what do— so what am I going to, you know, what do I do now with where God has me? You know, how can I use a story? You know, how can I use what God's doing with me to make a difference? Um, what do you think are some of the things that as you've gone through, like some learning things, you know, that's kind of a deep, deeper question. So I know it's, you know, would have been helpful to prepare you for that, but kind of going through such like a, a wild life change. Yeah. What, what are some things that you've just learned and, and taken from it? It's amazing what I can do with my left hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to uh, buckle and zip and buckle a belt. Yeah. With one hand. Oh wow. Try it sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that makes sense. Trying to open a jar of jalapenos. If a jar is is square. Yeah. I can hold it against the the uh, countertop the counter. with my hip and open it that way. If it's a round one, then I've got to go. Sit down, and I need to be wearing you gotta, shorts you gotta, so I can put the put it between your legs. Yeah, and it's got to be uh, against skin. The glass has to be against the skin of my the, knees. The friction. Yeah. If if I'm wearing long pants, it'll just spin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, so you just have you basically re, you have to relearn like so many things. Mm. Yeah. Man, but you're driving now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So you're pretty much, for the most part, like you know, independent. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, I I told Gail the other day that uh, it was my goal to be able to do everything for myself, mm-hmm. and because a uh, couple of twenty years ago or so, be before her parents passed away, her mother had some uh, water on the brain issues and. Uh, her dad was taking care of her mom, and we we remember how she, she was constantly barking for her husband, yeah, yelling his name, come to this, come to this, constantly, day in, mm. just all day long. And 
that made me say, not doing that. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's such a, it's such a foreign thing to us, you know, because we live life, you know, one way and we learn all these things and we function. And then all of a sudden, just like this one moment, like just kind of, you know, changes everything. Yeah. But it's like so cool though, that God's designed us in such a way, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, that you're able to now like, okay, I'll just buckle down, readjust, do things the way that I can and get things done, you know, mm-hmm. be self-sufficient, you yeah. know, I know some, and there's just a lot of people that just kind of give up, you know, they just like, you know, they just kind of give into it. My, my stepfather was like that. He had a, a stroke and just laid in the nursing home, didn't care, didn't try. Nah. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. We just can't, we can't do that. You know, mm-hmm. it's amazing, man. But yeah, Dave, Dave's my buddy, man. We've been, We've been friends for a while, mm-hmm. at least eight years. Yeah, <laughs> at, least. at least eight years. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. To, I think to I think everybody knows that to know to know Dave Hallmark is to love Dave Hallmark. It's mm-hmm. not not hard to do. Funny dude. We've laughed a lot. We yes. have laughed. We have laughed. <laughs> we have laughed quite a bit, man. Yeah, yeah, man. It's good stuff. Um, well, man. Um, you know you're uh, you're a great dude. You're my friend, and I love you. I know uh, I know the churches. Uh, you know we even choir like regularly asks about you, and yeah. we pray for you and lift you up, lift you and Gail up. Mm-hmm. Your family, you got a sweet family, great wife, and uh, wonderful kids. You know, um, so um, you know so many things we have in life to be thankful for. Uh, all of us do, you know, and. Um, you know, and it's, it, you know what, it's also just great to know that, like we said earlier, this, that, you know, that these sufferings we have here are just temporary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the inconvenience we have here, are mm-hmm. temporary, the pain we have here is temporary. You know, yeah. we've got, mm-hmm. we've got hope forever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, one day like, uh, we'll, we'll be restored and we'll be made right, you know, in the presence of God and be with him forever. And, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. just, um. You know, it's kind of like that song we sang Sunday, the Endless Praise song. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, um, standing with those who have heard well done, proclaiming together that you're the one who's faithful, faithful, faithful are you, Lord. Like, just mm-hmm. just, uh, just a cool thing, man. Well, um, Dave, anything else you want to share with the folks? Mm, let me think. <laughs> any good <laughs> Any good trivia? Any, just well, nice trivia. <laughs> No, but I, it it's um, interesting the the numbers of I think about I I must have fallen like five times around the house. Yeah, when nobody was looking, nobody knew. Right. For example, I was uh, trying to get a uh, a stick out of the sliding glass door to open the door to let the door. Oh yeah, out. right, because it and, blocks it from opening. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was just wasn't bending over correctly. And this was probably after I got home from the hospital. I'm trying to get that stick out of the door. Yeah. And I just fell over backwards onto my, my right shoulder, which is right. bad because yeah. you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to get the right shoulder Trying working. to get it working again, yeah. Yeah. And uh, So you fell five times? Yeah. Once out by the pool, I was uh, cleaning uh, leaves out of the, the skimmer. skimmer. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was on my knees, and I thought that there's – I should – I should be on my right. No, I should be on my left knee to stand up. I was on my right knee, and I just 
toppled over backwards and fell on the shoulder again. You didn't mm-hmm. fall in the pool, though. No, not oh, in the pool. Oh, dear God. Yeah. I have, <laughs> dude, that would be... I have thought yeah. about that. Yeah. I've, I've wondered, you know, I, I, I've been... A, I know how to, to float on my back. Right, but... But I wonder... Man, I, I, like, with that, I don't know. Ooh, oh, yeah. gosh. Man, you're That's scaring me, man. scary, isn't it? <laughs> like, both those stories scared me, because the first yeah. one I thought you were going to say, like, you just went, like, like through the sliding glass door. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man, it's going to be like a movie, you know? Yeah, like, oh, like, it's just laying there with shards everywhere. Like, yeah. Gail comes home, like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, yeah. could use a little help here. Get the shop back. Mm. Oh, man, fall in the pool. Yeah. Dude, don't, yeah. Well, yeah. you're... You can handle it now, but man, that close to being out of the hospital. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Dang, dude. So you've fallen five times, though. Yeah. Sheesh. That's crazy. You fell in public yet? Have you fallen in public? No. No. No, once in the garage. I went to sit down in, in my uh, uh, camping chair that's yeah. right at the door, and I. I didn't back up far enough, and I ended up just sitting. Like, missed the, the edge floor. of it? Just, yeah. like, straight down on the floor? Yeah. Did you get hurt? Did it hurt your butt? Yeah. Oh man, mm-hmm. dang! Yesterday, I uh, had uh, yesterday I had lunch with John Woods, and um, we were at uh, we were at Outback, and uh, so uh, we were getting ready to leave, and I needed to go to the bathroom. So like I hop up, and like I'm walking like through the bar area from our booth, and um, I, like I walk by this this table, and for whatever reason, my foot caught a bar stool, and I just like <laughs> I just like. I didn't fall, but like I just like banged it, like I stumbled or whatever. It was like crazy. It was so loud, <laughs> and like I felt the need to apologize to the people at the booth. I was like, oh, sorry about that. And they just the guy looked at me like I was just like an idiot. He was probably thinking he had too much to. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. At eleven thirty, <laughs> right? Yeah. At Outback on a Tuesday. Of course, yeah, yeah, because that's when that happens. Of course, yeah. it's already yeah. been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> crank down some of that sparkling water. Exactly. So, yeah, man. Yeah, falling is not. You all ever miss a step when you're walking? Like, just think there. Like, if you're going downstairs, think there's like one more step and there's not. Oh yeah, and you just do like the awkward, the, yeah, the, the awkward stumble. Yeah. Yeah. I also wanted to uh, say that Phil brought me lunch one day after I'd gotten home. Yes, he yes. was so excited about that. Yeah, yeah, I was looking forward to that. That yeah. was a good day. That was a good sandwich. Yeah. That's awesome. You and I like our thing is we'll we'll need to do it again soon when I can eat normal again. But um, uh, old Jersey Mike's. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Are you are you allowed to have Jersey Mike's? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, number fifty six. Mm-hmm. Big Kahuna cheesesteak. The big Kahuna. The big Kahuna. Yeah, so good. Oh man, it's my favorite. I love it. Um, or someone's gonna tell you that that was funny. Oh. It's not that not that interesting, but since I already wasted the time setting it up, I'm going to tell it. <laughs> so we go to Universal. We got Universal passes, so we'll go over there. And uh, every once in a while, um, you know, they have the people movers where uh, it's just like an escalator but flat. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The moving sidewalk. Yeah. Dude, you know what's super weird is when those aren't working, but you step on it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. your brain just goes like, you're moving, and you're not. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Super weird. Yeah. Super weird. It kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Even the whole way, like, I walk the whole distance, and I feel like I should be moving. It's the same, it's the same thing about going down, like, an escalator, and this escalator's not on, so it's, yeah. like, steps. You're just, like, waiting for it to, like, yeah. 
You ever been wondering, like, if you're, like, halfway down, just it starts, and you just, like... Oh, yeah. just, like, tumble down the stairs. So, like, I saw some video, like, I don't know what happened on it, but there was... It was, it was like, a high-traffic area. It was, like, a high-traffic escalator going down, and it was, like, tons of people on it. And it was apparently just, like, running at high speed. And people were just, like, they flying off of it. People couldn't get <laughs> off. Wow. wow. It was super weird, man. It kind of startled me a little bit. I was like, man, I don't know what I would do. Like, some guy jumped over the edge of the escalator onto the up escalator. because, And this guy was, like, pulling him over to it. Because people were literally just tumbling. I guess they were on it, and then that happened. It just went like it was going normal, and I think it just started going high speed, and they were just, like, pouring out the bottom, you know, like, you know, water coming out of a sink, you know. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's nuts. I'm not really sure how we digressed to (laughs) all these things, but... Yeah. Just another day of the podcast. Yeah, just another day of the podcast. Well, Dave, man, we love you. Thanks for um thanks for coming on. Sure. Thanks for being a part of the Yeah. Worship Distributed Podcast up here on the third floor of the B building. Is it everything I describe it as on other podcasts? Yeah. Yeah, it pretty really much is. is. It really is. Yeah. Like you're just so many random things. Mm-hmm. You see that you see that see the thing? Looks like a rat, like a giant rat took a bite out of it. Yeah, it does. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Question is, are you still cold though from earlier? Or did you No, I'm the- freezing. Yeah, freezing. No, I'm freezing. <laughs> yeah, like my hands, my hands are freezing. Huh. Did, did you have breakfast? No. Did you have coffee? Yeah. Okay. Is that why? I don't know. Oh. Drink the coffee all year. I'm trying right? to think of that sweetener. Senses are high. What is that sweet? Yeah, what's that sweetener called? It's a- Equate? No, it, it's not a brand name. It's, it's that plant, that plant from Arizona that they. Here. We're gonna, gonna Google it. Up. Hold on. Yeah. We're gonna we got yeah. we're gonna use our we're gonna use our updated technology. Sweeter from a plant, uh, an Arizona a desert plant. Yeah. Arizona tea leaf. Yeah, sweetener from Arizona. Plant sweetener. Plant. I'll say. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Say that. Sweetener. Say exactly that though. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hold on. Right. He's gonna say it here in a second. Do you know how to use Google? I'm working on it. What's taking so long? Hold it on. What? It says uh, several stevia spe- species called the candy leaf are native to New Mexico, Arizona, and Texas. But the price species, stevia, stevia something, no, I don't know. No, no it's not. No, Splenda? No, it's not Splenda, not stevia. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. Sweet. Uh, it was a plant, a plant in Arizona. Yeah. It's a sweetener. Arizona sweetener. Plant. I'm telling you, dude. Sweet leaf stevia. It's like literally. Mm. I mean, it may be the brand is different. Mm. All right. Well, you need to let us know. Agave. 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 There it is. That's it. <laughs> that's agave. That's it. Agave. That, that, that's what I put in the coffee. It's, you put agave it, in there. It's yeah. A, a liquid. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Ha. Sweet. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job. That was quick. I'm proud of you for finding the button that yeah, fast. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. Did you hear the podcast about buttons were hard? Buttons are hard. Did you just no. no. He was okay. it was hilarious. Like he cracked his own joke and then he was trying to find the drum fill and he couldn't find it and yeah. I was just dying laughing because it was like it was our first day. It was yeah, our first, first day with our, our roadcaster. Yeah, it did. The roadcaster pro. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should go to commercial break here for that. <laughs> yeah, right. And this episode sponsored by Nobody. <laughs> I feel like it should be sponsored by agave. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know if a plant can sponsor you. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be weird. Like, who would call? Right. Like, you know, I don't know. This is the root. I'm calling. I don't call 1 800 4 Agave. Agave. All right, do something. Just say Agave. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Man, that growl at the end was like. Picture a man barely alive. <laughs> Remember uh, Rod, Rod Serling? Yeah. The, From what? the uh, the Twilight Zone. Oh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. Picture a man barely alive. What about, hey, do, do Dragnet. This is the city. This. There Remember? Are, there are a thousand stories in the naked city. Oh. Yeah. What city is that? Los Angeles? L- LA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do need to put clothes on out yeah, there. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow, yeah, you got that. You got that good. Do you ever talk to Gail in that voice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Gail. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right, we better land this airplane. <laughs> yep. This is good times, though. Dave, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for sharing your story. Anytime. You're a good dude. And um, all right, everybody. Well, we hope you enjoyed this uh, worship distributed episode. And just remember the, that uh, that no matter what comes along in your life, that, you know, God loves you. He's there. He's working all things out for those who love him and are the called according to his purpose, working it for the good. So, Dave, thanks for being a testimony of that. Thanks for your heart. You're welcome. And, um, Phil, thanks for just sitting over there. Yep. We appreciate it. Pushing buttons. Pushing buttons every once in a while. All right, guys, we will see you Sunday. Uh, And I always say that just because, you know. The people who listen. The people who listen seems like they probably come to church here. Except for that one person, that one country. We've got some people in Western Europe. Yeah. Really? Yeah. According to the insights. Cool. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyways, God bless everybody. Talk to you later.